you are listening to The Raw Report on KBLA Talk 1580, where we bring you the latest in entertainment news, trending topics, and interviews. I'm your host, Robin Ayers, with you Monday through Friday, 6 to 7 p.m. on that ride home. Happy birthday to R&B. What do you call him? R&B. I don't know. He's a singer, yeah, but I mean he's not he he's not a he's not a guru at this moment. He's not a giant at this moment. Okay, R&B singer Neo. <laughs> Happy birthday to Neo. He could be prince. a prince. Yes. Okay, R&B prince Neo. Veteran. Veteran. Okay, yes. cuz he's been in this game for quite some time, quite some time, and you know it's still Libra season. Okay, shout out AA. Uh <laughs> anyway, I hope you all are having a wonderful day. I know that I am. Happy Wednesday to you. Um we have a great show lined up, and we have a fantastic contributor in studio with us, and I love when she's here. I'm so excited to uh, to talk with her, and as a matter of fact, we don't have any any updates, so we're gonna we're gonna get right to her. Uh, but oh. before you, it, exactly, exactly, you're here. You are no stranger uh, to uh, the Raw Report and KBLA 1580. Please welcome Neil Anderson here with me today. Hey, peace and love, Rob. Yeah, peace and love to you, too. I'm always excited when you're here. Um, if you want to call in at any time today to talk with me and talk with Neil, if you have something that you want to say, you want to disagree or you want to agree, you can do either either or by calling. I like calling. to disagree. <laughs> oh, like OK. Yeah, <laughs> it, 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 it definitely gives a challenge, you know, um, but I like that as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can call us at 1-800-920-1580. You should be joining us right now over on our YouTube page as well. KBLA 1580. It's just a good idea. Come on. It's just a good idea. Join us over there. We have a great community uh, that likes to chime in and engage with us. So that's always fun. Uh, so, Neil, happy to have you here with us today again um let's jump right into the update that you want to share we uh, we have something really fun that's going down this weekend uh, can you talk to us a little bit about what's happening okay so we're talking about the 18th annual taste of soul Woo! festival <laughs> so yes. it's brought to you by bakewell media and the los angeles sentinel sentinel turns 90 this year mm-hmm. and so we produce this event so shout out to the production team over there, Pam Bakewell and Danny Jr., Danny Bakewell Jr., mm-hmm. and Brandy Bakewell um, leading the charge, Nicole, Amira, Pam, I mean, so many people, yeah. but it, but but it's not a lot. Yeah. That's what people, I don't think they realize, it's 350,000 people, and it's the, it's the LA Sentinel who puts this event on. That's amazing. It's amazing, yeah. and it's all the way from Stalker to Obama. Woo! Okay, and so we have two stages that anchor it. We have the Bakewell Media stage with the Whispers, Switch, the Delphonics Review, and a lot of bomb, nice, uh, entertaining talent from L.A. And then on King and Crenshaw, we have the Gospel Stage. And so uh, that's going to be hosted by Edwanda White, who is a clean comedian. We have on that stage headlining Norman Hutchins. Okay. Wow. God's okay. got a blessing with your name. Y'all pulling out it. all the stops. <laughs> pulling out all the and stops. And Molly Music. Molly oh, Music. We, okay. Love Molly Music. So yeah. we have old school, new school. The theme for the gospel stage is the year of the revival. And it is named after the legendary icon of L.A., 
Brenda March Mitchell, who was a mentor to so many of us black women in this community. Um, she kind of helped, well, she helped start Taste of Soul with Mr. Bakewell, the founder. And um, she's just still here with us. Mm. You know what I'm saying? We yeah. have that stage. And then speaking of Miss Brenda, we have the Mothers in Action Comedy Lounge. Now, Tiffany Haddish yes. is our celebrity chair this year. Okay. And so we thought she's a comedian. Let's add some comedy to Taste the Soul this year. Sure, um, yeah. We did, yeah, we did it before with J. Anthony Brown and the J-Spot Comedy Club when we first started. So now we're bringing it back, and you have Memphis Will, Flame Monroe, Screw the Rules, Brandon Wiley, uh, Chico Will, Ramona Stevens. Wow. So many comedians. And yeah. you never know who's going to pull up. Yeah. Um, so special shout-out to Kyle Williams and the Comedy Block Party. Okay. Uh, the Elliott Brothers, they're going to help us. We're going to uh, make Crenshaw laugh, and we hope to bust I some guts. I love this. <laughs> I love it. It actually sounds like it. Well, I know that it's going to be a fantastic event. Yes. Um, Over and 300 love, vendors and food. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, it seems like it's covering all bases, too. Mm-hmm. So you can you can come out. No matter who you are, you can come out and get something that's going right. to feed your soul. Right. Taste of soul. It's going down right. Saturday. Kids world, children's world. So it's a family affair. Yeah. So we'll have a lot of game at gaming activities activations going on for the kids so it's just it's like you could feel the energy you know Mm -hmm. and shout out to all of like the media it's like it's community every um tv network from Mm -hmm. k us kcal and cbs are our primary media partners Mm -hmm. but i mean nbc pulled up ktla pulled up fox 11 pulled up i mean everybody's like we want to be at taste of soul i know that's right i'm like come on i know that's right (laughs) yes yeah i I love the way that we are represented in LA. Yes. You know what I'm saying? I just love that. And that's going to be a fantastic event. Again, we will remind you uh, at the end of the show as well. We'll talk about it again because that's uh, definitely something that we don't want you to miss. Um, Andy, since we're not doing any updates, let's go ahead and get into the Rob Report. Now it's time for a breakdown. Well, today we are talking about uh, the Oprah Winfrey. Um, I, You know, the, my question really is, when is the last time you've accepted something that people or yourself, maybe you've accepted something that wasn't quite what you wanted, but it turned out to be the best thing for you? Well, she's talking about a time that she accepted $35,000 for her role in The Color Purple and how it changed everything for her. We're going to talk about that also Sadly, Jesse Smollett, who we all know and, and, and love, some of us still love Jesse, <laughs> you know, uh, actor, he has checked himself into rehab. Uh, I have all kinds of questions and, uh, and, and opinions behind that because I wonder what drove him to that. He's had a, definitely a lot of, you know, hardship over the past several years. But um, we'll, we'll, hopefully we'll also get to another talk, topic talking about Young Jock and the LGBTQIA community. Listen, so many people are trying, they trying to get the smoke with the LGBTQIA plus community and and i'm like you don't want that smoke because they will come after you we'll talk about what he said and why you know he may have stirred up you know some controversy online uh so we'll get to all of that on the other side you are listening to the raw report on kbla talk 1580 stay right there all right um (laughs) we're having some great conversations in studio uh (laughs) but i do want to get into this conversation about oprah Uh, oprah says that she was offered thirty five thousand dollars to be in the film 
the color purple. Now we know that that was a 1985 huge blockbuster film, right? right. And she said though, she said it wasn't a lot. 35,000 was not a lot, um but she said it was the best $35,000 I ever earned. And then she also said it changed everything and taught her so much uh and God is moving through her life and so much has happened obviously as a result of that. We know now that Oprah is uh behind the new uh the the new adaptation, right, of the mm-hmm. color purple that's gonna be released this year that I'm so excited to oh see my by gosh, the way. I can't wait. Oh, I cannot wait. <laughs> I mean, it's so funny. I don't know what these uh what these what this new generation is gonna think. And uh-huh. I'm like I, I almost want them to go back in a sad, some somewhat sad and depressing maybe even as the original was I don't want them to just go in and see this new film and be like, oh, okay, like, yeah, it was all right. I'm like, no, you put some respect on the color right. purple. And all the characters in the original. Absolutely. I mean, and granted, I understand they have some, they have a star studded cast with this new adaptation, but mm. something about it makes me feel like I still want them to go back and see the classic. But nonetheless, I'm still excited to see this. Um, we were talking about how sometimes you could receive something that could be perceived as so uh, so minute, you know, mm-hmm. but for the greater good. That's what Oprah is talking about. So much has changed. She said it was the best $35,000 she's ever made. Right. Give me your thoughts on this and, and what you think about maybe now how people are. Are they willing to accept what could be seen as so little for the bigger picture? Mm-hmm. I mean, I think they miss out on what the journey is all about Mm. because the journey is about, you know, finding your way. And, and, you know, that they have those. I know everybody's seen the memes where there are two people on a starting line and one sometimes it's about equity or whatever it is. But then there's this person and the path is all clear for them. Mm. And then the other person, they have ditches, they have wire, <laughs> right, they have rocks yeah, yeah. to get to the finish line. But that's, that's just part of life. You know, mm-hmm. unless, unless you're born with the silver spoon in your mouth or, or in, in wealth, you yes. know, and you have a nepotism factor, that's just what it's going to be. Yeah. And, you know, um, I think Biddy Mason said it. She was like, um, a clo- uh, open hand opens room for blessing. A closed hand gets you nothing. Woo! So you have to be ready to, that you know, right to there. be a giver and receiver. And Miss Brenda, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. who I was talking about, the Brenda March Mitchell stage, she was one of my mentors. And she taught me one of my favorite mottos. She said, you could use me, just don't misuse me. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Ooh, so I love that. especially if you're a servant and you know you're serving the community, you're doing goodwill, you you're available to be used, but just don't misuse mm-hmm. me. And mm-hmm. that might have been one of um Oprah's, you know, things. It wasn't a lot of money, but at least once a month I'm saying to myself, all my life I had to fight. <laughs> you know? Right. Right. Right, you know, handy. yeah, definitely, definitely, <laughs> so, Miss Sophia. Uh-huh. Yeah, you know, you told Harpo to beat me. Come on now, <laughs> classic. You know, it's classic. like so. Yeah. I mean, sometimes you just have to, you just have to weigh the options, mm-hmm. you know. And and it, and some things are for money, and some things are a lesson. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. yeah, I love what you said about equity. You know, um, and it's interesting. She actually does talk about how this was 
the one thing she wanted to do. She actually wanted to be, she loved that book so much that she wanted to be a part of it in any capacity. Mm -hmm. And it was to the point that you were making earlier when we were off mic talking about, you know, when you're doing something that you just love, Mm -hmm. um, oftentimes um, you will do something for a lesser amount, right? But um, at the same time, there's this, this notion in today's society that you can have both. And, not, mm-hmm. and sometimes if you're lucky, right. right, you can, you know, you can be paid a, a great deal for something that you actually love to do as well. But I think so many people miss the mark today, today's right. day and age. People mm-hmm. miss the mark because they're like, no, 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 pay me, pay me big. Nobody sees vision anymore. Right. Nobody is talking about vision or lo- long term. It's all about now up front. And so I wonder if this 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 nugget that she dropped is going to penetrate, if people will hear it. I mean, you know, those who have ears will hear. <laughs> and though, come on, you know, word. Yeah. It, it, but you know, and it, it's like it, that. That's to me. That's the beauty of sp- having a spirit, a spiritual mindset or spirituality, mm-hmm. because sometimes that's how the spirit talks. Mm-hmm. And like we're having this conversation here, and you look at her saying, "Okay, I took the thirty-five thousand, but now look at her. She remade the movie exactly for a whole new generation. Exactly, absolutely right, uh, Marcus." Atkins and YouTube, he says the new film has a lot to live up to with the 1985 version. Yeah, it does. It does. In your opinion, I mean, it. it uh, the classic line: "You show is ugly." Yes. I mean, so how how are you gonna feel when? Uh, and I knew I know it's a new adaptation, but. Uh, from my understanding, it's going to be the same, you know, script, the same language and things like that. How are you going to feel when you see someone else, whoever's playing these other characters, say those same classic lines that we felt, you know, we mm-hmm. grew up with. We felt it a certain mm-hmm. way. How are you going to feel watching that? Are you going to do your best to sort of try to, like, put it to the side and just enjoy this new version? I think the casting is great. Um, yeah, I is. think Taraji B. Henson is a great cast for Shook. Um Fantasia facility. Oh, absolutely. So I, I think that, you know, I'm gonna I'm excited about it because it's 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 nostalgic, right? Mm-hmm. So I I have that and then it's something, it's like this movement that I think they're brilliant with their marketing, how they are going like the Tamika Mallory's and the Angela Rise. And, you know, they have these individuals just posting the video. I can't wait to see yeah. it. So it makes it like a girlfriend's movement, kind of like Wakanda. Yeah. yeah. You know, like, <laughs> you know right. like this is a movement. And yeah. if you know, you know, and, and it could be a great opportunity to, to this point to have these conversations with this young generation. Mm, mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You, that's a, that's actually a great point. Uh, Jay West says, hey, Jay West. He says Oprah had also had a TV show at the time. Uh, she could afford to take less money. Um, that could be a, a very valid point. You know, the fact that sometimes when you are operating out of desperation Mm -hmm. you know you're in dire need so you're like no i need i need more money sometimes you can afford to take less money when you have something that's uh in the background something else that's holding you down that's true um but we don't even know what our contract was at that given time you know what i'm saying yeah we're talking about 1985 right right she was the mogul that she is today so yeah that's a good point and we make what 
75% or less to the dollar. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So think about that time back then. So, and depending on your lifestyle and your zip code. That is very, that's very true. (laughs) She's actually spoken about that before. The fact that she went to her boss and asked for more money. And uh, when she was co-hosting with someone, this is obviously before Uh her Oprah show. She was co-hosting with someone and the, and her boss said, well, you're not a man. You don't have any children. He has children that he has mm-hmm. to provide for. That's why he's making more. You know, so uh, definitely times were different back then. But um, you're you're still you know making you're still making a very valid point. Marcus Atkins says uh, again, there is an Oscar buzz already for Fantasia and Danielle Brooks getting nominations before the film is released. Uh, absolutely. So we'll see what happens with that. Uh, I would encourage people though. You know, at the end of the day. To be visionaries. I would encourage you to do something that you love mm-hmm. and try to look at the long the long run. Right. You know, right. try to get in there if it's especially if it's something that you love, um, and not necessarily worry about how the finances may look right now, mm-hmm. knowing that uh, or hoping or maybe having faith in that the you know, it could be a lot better for you later on. Yeah. And one of her favorite uh, quotes is, and she, I don't know if, I don't think she made it, but luck is what happens when preparation meets opportunity. And so like all of that, you know, is mixed up in to me in that statement, taking mm-hmm. the 35, you know, becoming we we would have never she became a critically acclaimed actress. And we look at her as that and a talk show host. Yeah. So so many things came out of that for her. Yeah, definitely. Executive producer of all kinds of shows. And mm-hmm. she has her own network. And, you know, I'm sure this is what she's talking about when she says everything changed and things got so much uh, greater for her, probably due to her role in that film. So good for you, Oprah. I'm taking yes. note. I'm taking note. You know, if you want to pay me $35,000 for it. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> Get in where you can fit in. Right. <laughs> um, let's talk about uh, Jesse for a second now okay. I know I, I don't know how people <laughs> feel about Jesse these days I know he's been sort of out of the limelight he uh clearly we know he drove the internet into a frenzy several years ago when there was the hoax that he was actually charged for uh right. you know th- that whole <laughs> situation with with Jesse now after that happened he had some hard years mm-hmm. you know obviously and I just wonder now that we know he has checked himself into rehab, a, re- a rehab facility for treatment, mm-hmm. uh, I just wonder, was society a part of driving him there? Um, nobody told him to pretend to go to Subway. Ooh! <laughs> okay. okay. Fair, fair, <laughs> fair enough. Um, in two degree weather. Yes. It's the same thing that we're going to run into with Carly Russell, the woman from Alabama who, mm. who faked her own kidnapping. And we now know that that was a hoax. It's the same thing. Um, is there such a thing as a redemption, though? And, you know, it might be a little bit different for Carly versus Jesse in that people actually looked up to Jesse. People, mm-hmm. uh, I'm not even going to say idolized him, but you never know. If you're a figure in the public and you're doing great things and doing things that other people might see themselves doing at some point, they idolize you. They may put you on a pedestal. So maybe you you even expect a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's going to be different for the two of them. We're talking about a male versus a, a, a woman. Do... Is there a redemption quality there that that we should have given Jesse, even though he did, you know, uh, come up with this entire hoax? Uh, should we have sort of a, a redemption quality? Of course. I think we're all past it. You know, I really think when I read that, I felt bad for him because he's probably not been able to get over not being as famous 
anymore or people picking up your call like they used to or yeah. you getting the casting you know calls for movies and things mm-hmm. you know he's he might be an outsider now and it, it could be difficult for him because fame is you know you know what they say about oh, it yes the fame, <laughs> fame becomes like a drug you know right. and your identity for mm-hmm. a lot of people and i mean you you mix that with the fact that he's not making money anymore i don't know it obviously he owed over a hundred thousand dollars in in restitution uh, right. for this for this as well, um, you know. Obviously, there's that. You're not making money. Mm-hmm. You no longer have that same fame, and now your name is attached to something that is no longer uh, co- that no longer correlates with greatness. You know, right. we saw him on Empire. We saw him. We knew him as one of the siblings, one of the Smollett siblings. Um, mm-hmm. Which, by the way, Journey Smollett. I don't know if you've um, you know his his sister Journey Smollett, and she's in this new film called The Burial. With Jamie Foxx and Tommy Lee Jones. Yes, I want to watch that. When I tell you, run. Don't walk. Run to see the film. Okay. It is really a great film. And it actually did my heart some good looking at Journey and saying, you know, she's still out here. She's still representing. And I don't think people have necessarily... um, they they don't they don't mix the two. They don't, you know, they don't blend they don't blend his past faults with her. They right. still look at her as, you know, this actress, you know, sh- princess, you know what I mean? She's still doing her thing. So, definitely is something that you yeah, should check I love, out. I love her as an actress. I loved her in um Love Love Country or Lovecraft Country. Oh yes, yeah. And um uh Rosalie, what was it? The um Underground Oh yes. yes, she was. That was, was one phenomenal. of my favorites. I yes. love the underground. Rosalie and Noah, <laughs> and Noah. Yeah. Oh man, yeah. That right. was. They were She's like run, Noah, run. <laughs> they were so I loved. I loved it. I, loved I definitely. That oh, that was that was really such a good one. Um, mm-hmm. So I was happy to see her back on the screen. I know she's been up to some. She's she hasn't really stopped her acting, but they've been sort of uh, few and far between. Mm-hmm. But it was really good to see her. She did a phenomenal job in this new film, The Burial. Fahima, I know she's on the line. She says that. Jesse going uh, to rehab is a good thing and in a step in the right direction. And I do agree with that. It's just my questions are more so uh, I, I sort of attack our society right now. I attack this generation because this generation don't know no better. Right. I feel like they don't know no better. Mm-hmm. And I feel like they don't have any grace. They don't extend any grace to people. Uh, and I extend a lot of grace, which is why. You mean in like in the comments and things like that? Or yeah, just, period? just the, okay. the, the public scrutiny is just is 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 so harsh. And I believe that it does drive people to make, right. you know, wrong decisions. You right. know, I don't you know, obviously he's in rehab. So that means he has some. Yeah, some problems I'm glad he's things. I'm glad he's getting healing. But I, I must admit, during that time, I felt like I was in a real life power. I mean, no empire episode with the whole situation it was like what this is, is going true. on this is true now Fahima I know she's on the line I want to get to her comment on the other side we are going to continue having these great conversations with our contributor Neil Anderson who's in the building hey, hey, today hey. Uh, right now we've got news traffic and sports you are listening to the Rob Report on KBLA Talk 1580 stay there hey what's up it's your girl BB and you're listening to me on the Rob Report on KBLA Talk 1580 <laughs> Come on. Hey. Slide on the pimp gang with my pinky ring. Lot of gang, lot of in the icy chain. 
Why you claim that you rich? That's a false claim. I'll be straight to the whip. No hey, you are oh, inside the Raw Report on KBLA Talk 1580. Andy just knows what he's doing. Listen, taste for taste of soul. Come on now, Andy. Come on now, Andy. He did that. Oh, yeah, he did. I didn't know the name of the song was Taste. This is called Taste. Yes, this is dedicated to taste of soul. And definitely we have our entertainment contributor, Neil Anderson, here. She was telling us about Taste of Soul that's happening this weekend on Saturday. Right. And we're going to talk about that again before the uh, end of the show, if you missed it in the beginning. Uh, before we get to Fahima, though, I want to I want to give you a special shout out. Good day and blessings. I, I just want to thank you because I have to read this message. It was so beautiful. Okay. Uh, she sent over. She said, I'm here for all this fellowship tonight with Neil Anderson. Aww. Grateful for you ladies encouraging our community to embrace vision and faith. Yes. God knows what you need and will make a way and cover you. Faith with works is alive and well. Amen. Come on, amen and amen. Thank you so much for that yes. beautiful, beautiful message. And uh, definitely, I mean, she's speaking you out, speaking your name. So we're grateful to I have you it. here. Nia. Black joy all around. Encouraging definitely. black girl magic. Love it. Yes, definitely. And doing some some incredible things in our community. So absolutely. Uh, we want to go ahead and get to Fahima, who I'm sure wants to chime in. I'm thinking you, you may want to chime in on this. Jesse Smollett's yes. uh, topic. Uh-oh. Hey, Fahima. I'm going to be quick in the interest of time, and you need more time. Um, <laughs> let, let, me, let me just say just two points quickly. Um, Jesse Smollett is directing, well, has directed B-Boy Blues that Vivica Fox is starring in, mm-hmm. so he's not in the poorhouse. And he's appealing his case. I think he was subject to double jeopardy because Kim Fox, who was the state's attorney, the DA, gave him probation and had him pay a fine. And then there was pressure, and then he charged him again. They had a second trial. He, the, the, Kim Fox did away with this. He, he had probation, restitution, and paid a fine, and then they turned around and char- charged him again. So I think he's going to win on appeal. Okay. All right. Well, thank you for that uh, inside information. And by no means am I saying that Jesse was in the poorhouse. I was just talking about the income that he was making, which reportedly was around $125,000 per episode of Empire. And he was, uh, how many seasons was that? Mm-hmm. That, was a, that? That was a lot of seasons. So that's what I meant by, you know, losing that income. He surely wasn't right. making that same type of money. Um we were just talking about Jesse Smollett, who is now in rehab. He's checked himself in. You know, we have a tendency to this generation, and, and I go hard when it comes to this generation because I don't like what we do to people. Mm-hmm. But when something happens as a result of, you know, a hardship, and, and maybe many times we have driven them to mm-hmm. this place, all of a sudden, you know, we we, we, we backtrack and we... Um, we, we walk back these statements and things we may have said online, the, the, the trolls, and you get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, you shouldn't have really been saying that in the first place. You shouldn't right. have added to all of that guilt. Or, you know, again, even even if he has made a mistake or anybody mm-hmm. else for that matter, I do believe in redemption. Yeah, I totally do. I, I mean, it, it, I mean, Bob Marley wrote a song about it. <laughs> redemption song. Come on now. You gotta <laughs> have it. Um, I just hope he heals. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. And, and, and and, you yeah. know that because even the whole situation was bizarre, mm-hmm. you know, so that was odd. So I just hope he heals. Mm-hmm. I hope that he will be able to regain his acting career because yeah. he's a great actor. Yes. And just keep your personal business 
in your four walls. I, don't bring it outside. Don't get people involved. <laughs> Just, I hear you with that. I'm hoping the same. I hope that he can. Um, I, I'm, I'm just hoping that he can get back to that place and not necessarily be associated with that for right. the rest of his right. life. Because, you know, we're all human and we deserve second and maybe third right. and fourth chances. What, uh, <laughs> I, I'm, um, I mean, the Donnie McClurkin, we fall down. But we get up. That's you know? right. And and, and you over here quoting, and I and love God it. Is able. I like, love he's it. Able to restore. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. it's not like just just. I hope, like I say, I pray that God restores him. He might not. He might be a executive producer, or he might do something else. I just hope he's restored and he's yeah. healed because he ain't hurt nobody. He hasn't hurt. He ain't hurt nobody. Well, I mean, I don't know about the two brothers. You know how he. No, did you see the special? <laughs> I did not watch the special. With the twins? I did not watch the special. Uh, they are not wounded at all. They are milking this for everything that it's worth. Okay. okay. So, okay. no, he ain't hurt nobody. Okay. He just made, did something silly. Okay. Well, uh, I, yeah, that's what I, I, I do agree with you on that. I mean, he in the grand scheme of things, he, mm -hmm. he didn't hurt anybody. And so give him another shot, y'all. Give him another shot for those of you who are dogging Jesse out. And once he once he comes out of rehab, I hope that we can accept him. We have another call from Jay West on the line from New York City. Hey, Jay hey. West. Hey, how you doing? Oh, okay. I'm pretty good. How are you, sir? <laughs> <laughs> How's it going? How would you like to chime uh, in on the good. Raw Report today? Well, the Jesse Smalley thing, the thing you said about Grace... I think it's accurate, but I think if he would have just said, yeah, I did it, mm. no one, everybody would have been like, all right, cool. But his insistence on saying he's innocent, even though the facts say otherwise, mm -hmm. you know, people are not going to be as forgiving because mm. it just don't add up. <laughs> and, 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 the, and the course of history, when people just say, I have sinned, I did it, everybody just gets over it and it's over. Right. Okay, great point. Um, how do you feel then about Carly Russell? Um, you know, who ultimately she, you know, she admitted that it was a hoax. And, um, you know, people are still on her, though. People are still, you know, car not giving her really any grace. People are, as a matter of fact, we talked about recently how Candace Owens wants to have Absolutely. her on the show to find out her whereabouts and she's like i'll pay your eighteen thousand dollars in restitution right. if you can cut in so exchange for an interview russell, mm -hmm. with carly russell it just it amplified the fact that you know black women when missing aren't given the same attention and when we yeah. did get the attention it was false so it just it just leads into something bigger that hey this is what they're expecting and she gave it to them you know, mm. she got the coverage, she got the attention, she got the celebrity, she got the national attention that we would want for our missing black women, and then it was not accurate. So I think that's why she's still getting it. I mean, I would give her grace because obviously I think she has some mental health issues, mm -hmm. but, you know, that's a dangerous thing because if somebody's going to go missing and they're not going to get the attention that they need. Mm. He makes a very, very valid point. Right. Um wasn't didn't she do that to get the attention of her boyfriend is that what she I ultimately so. said yeah and so it's like the one person whose attention she wanted she don't even have it now and she got jail right. time and she got <laughs> and she paying out of so, pocket because i don't think that right. she wanted it to 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 be a to black escalated to this missing yes. national story yeah she just wanted right. his attention yeah yeah and then it yeah, blew up <laughs> you know? yeah 
Well, to that point, I think the reason that people aren't extending her the grace is she. you are so right about that. We make so much noise in this country about black women mm-hmm. being um, coming up missing and nobody makes a big deal of it. It does not make it to uh, to to the mainstream media. And we have a problem with that. So we've been fighting for so long for that. And now all of a sudden, she, you know, we, we get all this attention for yeah. her and, and we find out that it's a hoax. So I agree with you. Right. Sort of two different backwards. things. Yeah, mm-hmm. two different things. Um, I agree with you on that. I appreciate the call, Jay West. Thank you. All right. All right. And bring your bring your energy voice up a little bit when you call next time. Because I met you. I met you. I was like, hey, Jay West. And you know, you're like, yeah, so what I would like to say. (laughs) I'm just kidding with you. No, thank you so much for calling. You can call anytime. We appreciate it. Um, I want to talk very quickly because we only have a few moments to to get this in. But um, rapper slash radio host, Mm -hmm. Young Jock. Mm -hmm is talking about now how he would not accept $250,000 to perform at an LGBTQIA plus event. Um, Just off top, I mean, there is some audio uh, that he's talking about it. Just off top, you know, you can you can gather what he's what he's talking about, his his sentiment behind it. Um, Is he is he trying to create a problem with the community? I mean, (laughs) <laughs> where, where do you stand with this? I mean, obviously, we're you know here we are talking about money and people you know right. willing to accept certain things, but um, I don't know how to feel about that. I mean, if I don't feel any way about it, I don't think that he's homophobic because he said it though. You know what I'm now? I'm not going to put him in that box. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, that's his prerogative. <laughs> if he doesn't want to take the two hundred fifty thousand, somebody else will, and you know, move on. But I don't think that we should drag him or cancel him because he doesn't want to perform at a queer event. Mm-hmm. That's just his choice. Uh, you know, but I, I don't know what he said. Okay, Andy, do do we have this clip? And is it clean? I'm okay. Oh, Andy, don't even know if it's clean. Well. Okay, he's got the button ready. Let's, let's okay, go ahead let's and play it. it. Let's, let's do play it. it. Let's play it. For sure. Ever in my career. I think the highest I met a guy is 110, and I was in Africa. But that was a lot of money to me. I mean, 110000 wasn't a lot of money to me, but it was a lot of money to to pick up in one day. For one day, one show. To do show. what I'm normally, you know what I'm Correct. saying? Correct. So don't get me wrong. Somebody called me today and was like, hey, yo, man, you a quarter million. I know what I got to do. Nah, I I may not do it either. And it's not that I have nothing against the LGBTQ people, but I just may not understand. I may not be in the know enough to feel comfortable enough to do this. Mm. I just don't, nah, because I I don't want to start doing that. Maybe I don't want to be comfortable with this lifestyle. Mm. Is that okay? Is that okay to say? Mm. Yeah. Is that okay to say? I'm, I'm, I may not be comfortable. Mm. I mean, that's his prerogative. Now, true. Should he have said it out loud? Why not? Why not? <laughs> Andy over there rocking with you, by the way. He's over there rocking with you, by the way. <laughs> why? Why should he be canceled? Because he doesn't want to perform at a queer event. He ain't attacked nobody. He ain't said anything. He just said that that's not my cup of tea. Mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. 
Hmm. Okay. Well, Fahima says <laughs> what? She says what makes Young Jock think that he would even be invited right. to that community to perform? Marcus says who would pay Young Jock to perform in the first place? Isn't he okay? All right. Uh. Yeah. And and Terry Tari says I agree with Fahima. Um, oh, you're talking about something else. And uh, DJ Black 909 says, true story. You don't have to agree with everyone's lifestyle. Okay. Uh, Marcus says, what is he scared of? Listen, here, here's here's the thing about it. I, I don't, you are right. It is his prerogative. He can mm-hmm. say or do whatever it is that he wants to do. My question is, what is the fear behind doing something like that? Or what is, what, what's so negative behind a, perf- a performance, something that you do, something that mm-hmm. you own, right? You own your performance. And and he's been in this game for quite some time. Mm-hmm. He's done a, a hundreds of thousands, probably, mm-hmm. of performances. Um, my question is, do you fear that now you will be attached to the LGBTQ community? Do you feel as though, like, oh, now, you know, when people look at him, oh, yeah, he, it must be something up with him because he performed at an LGBT. And that's, to me, unfair. But I also heard him say something about, you know, his values, or, or, or not his values, but his maybe his values don't align with that. It's just like if somebody asked a Democrat to to speak at a Republican event, they might say no because these values and these dip, they don't. We, I don't like. That's not my cup of tea. Okay, that's fair. I mean, he he was the one just, over here talking about the dollars, though. He was over here talking about the money and all of that stuff, and you know, it, maybe that's just saying value wise, he places his values on not performing or not understanding the community versus the money. Yeah, I don't I don't know. I just know that if he doesn't want to perform here, <laughs> there are, you know, Beyonce just gave us a whole world tour. <laughs> you know, okay. It's coming to a movie theater. It, yeah, near you, you know what I'm saying? You. Yes, and it she, is. You know what I'm saying? So there are people who will cater to all communities and maybe, you know, That's but I true. don't think that he is. I just want to be careful that we don't label him or or um, what, do, what do we call it? Cancel him. Right. We don't cancel him because that's how he feels. True. True enough. Andy. I think the the main thing that I took away from his comments more so was, I mean, to answer your question, what is he afraid of? I think he might he's afraid of maybe saying something Mm. that that might offend them. And he's probably not aware, kind of like what Gilbert Arenas was saying Mm -hmm, or whatnot. mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? We don't know until, you know, what I'm saying we mess up. You know what I mean? And he doesn't want that. He doesn't want to say anything that could be offensive, borderline. I'm not really, you know, privy to all of his lyrics and some of his songs, but who mm-hmm. knows? He might have to go back and, like, you know, edit some of his lyrics. So I think that's what he's afraid of. He doesn't want to essentially offend anybody with his performance. Mm-hmm. And let's think about this. Like, you know, do we really, like, do heterosexual people hang out in gay clubs for the most part? Have you ever, you know, like most straight some, people don't some, consider some of, some of them, you know, some of them. Do. But I'm just saying in I general, get your point. I get your general, point. Yes, like, you know, it, you know, and, 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 and so it's like it's just your choice. Sure. But it's not like we're can't we should cancel him because he feels that way. OK, that's fair. I take the point. Uh, when we come forward, <laughs> let's discuss more. <laughs> let's just discuss more of this. And I definitely still want to talk more about Taste of Soul. That's happening this weekend. And of course, and everybody's Yale welcome gonna, there. Yeah. Everybody, Rainbows, everybody. Black Power. Point. You know, point. it's all about love. Great point. So Great come in point. love and peace. All right. Well, when we come forward, we'll get to that and more. You are listening to The Raw Report on KBLA Talk 1580. 
What's going on, y'all? It's your boy Lil Real. How are you? Right now, you're listening to KBLA Talk 1580. That's right. Yes, still on the Raw Report with Neil Anderson, who is joining us in studio. And uh, we have a few minutes left, but I definitely want to give you another opportunity to tell <laughs> us about Taste of Soul that is happening this weekend. Um, can you break it down for us? Sure. So it's from 10 a.m. to 7 p.m. between Stalker and Obama Boulevard on Crenshaw Boulevard. Uh, lots of fun, lots of food. It's like a high school reunion, a family reunion, a <laughs> friend reunion. Um, it's just all happening on Crenshaw. Uh, so much I could say. I, I don't. Yeah. Yeah. For all the vendors, for all the information, visit uh, Taste of Soul LA dot com and you can find out everything there or visit lasentinel.net and don't forget that after taste the soul the blackness the love the joy still lives on because L.A. Sentinel will still be there at 3800 Crenshaw. Mm. <laughs> Come on now. Um, you know, one of the things that I, I just can't tell you how much I love about L.A. and, do you know, the different events that happen in, in this community, mm-hmm. um, especially when we have an opportunity to uh, listen to some of the talent that performs and mm-hmm. eat some of the food from right. the vendors and um, or buy a lot of the, the, the merchandise from mm-hmm. vendors. You, it's literally like we have some of the greatest people in our backyard. I mean, they're here. They're you know here, what I'm yeah. saying? And so, which is a, a big reason why I, uh, you know, some are from LA, but a lot of the, a lot of people that I play on this show for the Who's Got Next uh-huh. portion of the show, um, I just try to shine a light on other people who may not have the big name yet or who may not be on the map yet, but they are so talented and can be next to any, any given name that you want to throw out any A-lister, you know, name that you want to throw out. And so So we have um, star quest. So we, we have a star quest competition during taste of soul. Well, individuals like that can apply and submit their, their, their demos or their auditions. And so this year We have three winners. We have one performing on the gospel stage, one performing on the Bakewell stage, and one performing at the KJLH stage. So we like to give, because all these people are like, I want to perform at Taste of Soul. So it's like, well, what do we do? Mm -hmm. Well, let's make a a activation or stage for them. Okay. Well, listen, um, definitely, if you are in Los Angeles, Mm -hmm. you have got to show up to Taste of Soul that's happening this Saturday. Uh, I got to make my way down there Neil. you have so to come i gotta and come hang out i gotta come point blank period um it has been so great having you in the show uh, in the pleasure. studio with me uh, where can everybody find you online um niel la i think yeah that's the instagram and then niel uh anderson is the facebook i don't do twitter i don't you know elon okay. musk he lost me and then all the other TikTok, I have an account, but I don't know what to do with it. It's Neil Anderson. <laughs> That's a very unique name. Go ahead and find her online. And again, it was great to have you in. Thank you Likewise. guys for calling and engaging on the show today. We are right back at it tomorrow. And remember, I am your host, Robin Ayers, today and every day forward to be a blessing.